Has anyone ever done something that, or been in a situation where you just didn't know what to do? Anyone? Am I the only one? Right? All right, well, now I'm kind of good with those, but when I was 16, I was a sophomore in high school, right? So uh, I had this class, it was a computer class, and it was, it was really easy, so I goofed off the entire time. Uh, and there was this girl that sat next to me, and we always, you know, just had fun and joked around the whole time, right? So one day I go to the class, and I'm thinking, oh, this is going to be, you know, a fun period, blah, blah, blah. I walk in, this girl is bawling her eyes out, right? She's just crying. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, <laughs> I don't know what to do, right? And she sat right next to me, right? So she's already sitting down. I'm like, I go over, sit down. I'm like, and I literally didn't say anything to her for probably like 15 minutes, all right? Because I had no idea what to do, all right? This girl's crying. I didn't know how to handle that, okay? So after about 15 minutes, I look at her, and I'm like, uh, so she used to, like, kick me all the time, right? So I'm like, uh, you haven't uh, kicked me today? And she was like, yeah, because I'm crying. <laughs> and I'm like, uh. <laughs> So I had no idea what to do. This girl's crying her eyes out. And I said, like, the dumbest thing ever, right? Like, her boyfriend just broke up with her or something, and, she, and I had no idea. So it was, a, it was a bad situation. I didn't know what to do. So a lot of times, I feel like this can be, like, maybe how we feel in worship, right? And worship is, you know, it's your life, but I'm talking specifically about worship and service, right, in, in, in the service format. So a lot of times, maybe you come in to worship, and you're like, oh, I don't know what to do. Do I raise my hands? Do I close my eyes? Do I, like, what do I do, right? So it can be awkward because you don't know what to do. So through this sermon, I, I'm hoping that uh, worship is a little less awkward for you, right? Because we're going to talk about some things you can do, and we're going to talk about uh, what some of the postures mean, right? You see people raising their hands and stuff, what that means. So hopefully that makes worship a little bit easier for you. So we're going to be asking a question tonight, and that is, how do I worship? How do I worship? So in this series, we're going to be doing four songs. And tonight, we're going to do a song that you guys already heard, right? We did it in worship tonight. And it was the first song. You guys probably don't know what the title of the song is. But it's All Around by Planet Shakers. Let's go to that first clip. Right, so this song is high energy, right? We're jumping, we're yelling, hey, 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 right? This song is really powerful and really just fun, right? So remember, we're answering that question. How do I worship? How do I worship? Well, there are a few things that you can do, right? So the first thing that you can do is praise, all right? Praise. What do I mean by that? Sing, sing, right? That was pretty good, right? Y'all looking at me like, I got, I got some pipes on me now. I'm trying to play. I'm just joking. But sing, all right? That's the first thing we can do. There's a bunch of verses in the Bible that talk about singing praises to God, all right? The first one is Psalms 101.1. I will sing of your love and justice to you. I will sing praise. Psalms 105.2. Sing to him. Sing praise to him. Tell all of his wonderful acts. Come, let us sing for joy to the Lord. Let us shout aloud to the rock of our salvation. Hebrews says, he says, I will declare your name to my brothers and sisters 
in the assembly, I will sing your praises. In Ephesians, speaking to one another with psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, sing and make music from your hearts to the Lord. Right? So singing. Right? The reason why singing is powerful is because we're using our voice. Right? And in the Bible, it says that the, the tongue has the power of life and death, right? To choose life, right? So when we're singing, we're using our voice, right? So even the world knows that singing has benefits, okay? Singing releases endorphins, right? There are studies done, and singing was found to release endorphins. So what are endorphins? Does anyone know what an endorphin is? Anyone? No? What an endorphin is? Do you know what it is? <laughs> Go ahead. What is it? It is. Yes. It's in your body. It, it's a natural chemical that your body releases to reduce stress and pain. All right? So when you sing, you naturally relieve stress and pain. Right? That's the power of singing. Right? Depending on maybe what you're singing. Right? So singing has power. Right? How many of you guys know that song, Old Town Road, right? Who knows it? Who knows it? Who knows it? I know more you know, but you're not raising hands. That's okay. But a lot of us know that song, and a lot of us sing that song loud, right? That thing comes on, like, dead my horse, right? Y'all are bumping that song, right? But do you even know what you're singing, right? Do you even know what you're releasing, Right? Because it says the, the power of the tongue has life and death. Right? Do you even know which one you're, you're singing? Right? Does anyone actually know what that song means? All right, like one person. <laughs> but this is what we do, right? We sing these songs that we have no idea what the meanings are. We have no idea what we're releasing, right? But then when it comes to worship, it's time to sing a lot of blank faces like, Right? No one wants to sing. But this should be when we want to sing the most, right? Because in that song it says, With all I am, I'm going to praise you now. Let everything within me praise you now. As I do, you bring your heaven down. The King of Kings is all around, right? You're speaking life, right? With everything I am, I'm going to praise God, right? Because he's here, he's powerful, right? I'm going to praise him, right? That's what you're speaking over yourself, right? You know what you're singing, and there's power in that. We all know how to use our voice, so let's use it for God to keep our minds on him, right? Not singing these songs that we have no idea what they mean, but they kind of sound good, but we really have no idea what they mean, right? So that was the first part of the song, right? And we answered that question, how do I worship? The first thing you do is praise. You sing. Use your voice. Now let's go to that second part of the song. Right, high energy song. I love that part, you know, when the boom, 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 right? I love that part, right? Great song, all right? We're answering that question. How do I worship? The first thing we do is praise. We sing. We use our voice. Second thing we do is position. Position ourselves, all right? What does that mean? That means what is our body doing, right? What position is our body in? Right? Because our body language matters. Our body language matters. 
I remember being in school and the classes that I didn't really like, I sat all the way in the back and I was just chilling on my head like this, maybe trying to sleep, like trying to act like I'm paying attention, but I'm asleep like this. My bad. That's, that was on me. That was on me. But I sat in the back. I, you know, I was on my phone. I did whatever. My body language said, this class doesn't matter to me. I don't care about this class. That's what it communicated because I sat in the back. Classes I liked, I was in the front. I was raising my hand. I was participating because I liked the class, right? It was fun, right? My body language was communicating that. How many of you guys have ever been in trouble with your parents and, you know, they're kind of talking to you and then your body language is like, no, you better fix your face, right? (laughs) Your body language matters, right? Because it communicates something, right? Our position reveals our attitude. Our position reveals our attitude. That's just true in life. Right? You can tell when someone's kind of upset or something, right? Because may- maybe they go in the, to a corner, they kind of curl up in a ball or something. Right? You can kind of read those things on people's body language. Right? What about during worship? What are we doing? Right? Maybe some of us stand against the wall. Maybe some of us sit in the back. Maybe some of us just talk to our friends. What is that communicating? Right? And I know... It's not like universal, like if you do this, it always means one thing, right? But for the most part, what is our body language communicating when we sit in the back, when we talk to our friends, when we stand against the wall during worship? It's communicating that I don't really need this. I don't want to be here. I mean, I'm just being honest with you guys. Right, because if you were talking to someone and they just kind of, you know, walked away or they were just looking around everywhere, you would be like, okay, they don't really want to hear what I'm saying, right? You could read the body language, right? That tells you something, right? And sometimes maybe it's because we're not feeling the best, right? Like I said, your body language doesn't always mean the same thing. It could be you just had a hard day, you had a hard week, you had a hard month, whatever it was. Right? And you come into worship, and this happens to me plenty of times, where I'm like, oh, man, it's been a long day. Like, how am I going to worship? Right? But this song is perfect. Right? It says, in the middle of my circumstance, even when my heart don't understand, I rejoice and I lift up my hands. God, your presence is my promised land. Right? So no matter what's going on, I know that I'm still going to rejoice and lift up my hands. Right? Body language. Right? Because I know who you are, right? I know what you do for me. Like one thing that uh, me and my wife are doing, we're trying to work out, right? And let me tell you something. There's not one day that I want to, okay? Not one. I never feel like working out, okay? But if I just sit down and I'm like, oh, it's time to work out, I'm not going to do it if I just keep sitting, right? But if I get up and I move, and I go, then I'm going to work out, right? Because if you don't do anything, then you're going to submit to your feelings, right? But you can overcome those feelings, right? So here are uh, a few postures, because, you know, we're in worship. You see people raising their hands. Some people are bowing down, clapping, whatever. Here are a few of them and what they mean. 
First one is bowing your head. In Genesis 24, 26, it says the man bowed low and worshiped the Lord. All right, so bowing, he's worshiping, right? That means worshiping, showing reverence, raising your hands. Psalm 63, 4, I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands, right? Lifting up your hands, praising. Arms stretched out. Psalms 143.6, I stretch out my hands to you, my soul longs for you, right? That's saying I want more of you, God, right? Showing a desire, right, to be closer to God, to know more of God. Clapping, right? For Psalms 47.1, oh, clap your hands, all you peoples. Shout to God with the voice of triumph. That's a song by Israel Houghton. It's really good. You should listen to it. But clapping, right, is being joyful, right? It's showing uh, uh, joy and happiness, right? And dancing, 2 Samuel 6, 14, and David danced before the Lord with all his might, wearing a priestly garment, right? This could be jumping, you know, running. You're just having fun. You're, you're happy about what God has done in your life. There's a woman. Her name is Amy Cuddy. She's a social psychologist, right? She studies body language. And she has this quote. It says, our bodies change our minds, our minds can change our behavior, and our behavior can change our outcome, right? So this is exactly what we're talking about, why our position, why our body language is important, right? We, we, eat a, we do a pre-service prayer uh, every week, right? And so we were doing it today, and Pastor Stefan comes up and he says, hey guys, let's, you know, really press in, let's lift our hands, let's do this, because he could see, you know, we were kind of dragging a little bit, and the minute we started doing that, the minute people started raising their hands, you could feel the change in the room, right? Because people were changing what they were doing. It wasn't just, sometimes that's good, but sometimes you're just tired when you do that. You know, you're praying, you're like, right? So sometimes it's good to change what your body is doing because that way you can change your mind. And that is exactly true for me. When I come in and I'm like, oh, man, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I feel like worshiping. I'm like, you know what? Let me lift up my hands, right? Not like the, but like, let me lift up my hands, right? And when I do that, I feel the shift. I feel the change. And I don't even remember that I didn't feel like worshiping when I first came in, right? So our body language is important, right? My position helps me push past my feelings. My position helps me push past my feelings. Whatever it is, if you don't want to go to work, when you go to work, you push past your feelings, right? You don't just say, yeah, I'm not going to go. But you get up and you go. You push past your feelings. So that's what we're doing when we position ourselves, right? How do I worship? We praise, we sing, right? We lift up our voice. And then we position our bodies, right? We, we see what our bodies are doing. And the third thing that we do is prayer. Is prayer. Now let's go to that last clip. And yeah, go to the last clip. So we're praising with our voice, positioning our bodies, right, to submit our bodies. And then we are praying, right? This is what we're doing when we're worshiping. What does that mean? All right, so for this, for this particular song, right, this is more of a high-energy song. It's not like a slower song, right? But for something like this, right, because part of prayer is thanking God for what he's done in your life, right? So I'm looking at the words of this song. It says, I wouldn't have made it, but you came and saved me. 
I'm celebrating because you've been so good to me. Right? When I hear those words, I'm thinking about, man, what, is, what has God brought me out of? Right? He's brought me out of depression, right? All these things that he's helped me through. And I'm like, man, God, I wouldn't be here without you. If I didn't have you, I would not be here. Right? And that transitions into jumping, right? You're jumping, hey, 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 right? So, for this, like I said, for this particular song, it's more of a high energy, but, you know, you'll probably be different on a slower song. But we're doing all around, all right? So that translates into joy, to happiness. Like, God, thank you for taking me out of this. I'm not the same man I used to be without you. So, it's praising. Worship is praising with your voice, positioning ourselves, and praying, right? But why should we even care about this, right? Why should we even care about worship? Well, here's the answer, all right? In Romans 12, too, it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you'll be able to test and approve what God's will is, his perfect, pleasing, and perfect will. This is how you fight, right? This is how when you're going through these things, when you're going through depression, when you have anxiety, when you've had a hard week, this is how you fight back, right? This is how you position yourself and center back on Jesus. Instead of focusing on what's going on in your life, you sing, you raise your hands, you pray, you thank God. And by, that, by doing that, we transform our minds. We renew our minds. And we're like, all right, you know what? All this stuff happened, and it sucks. But you know what? I'm going to focus on God. Right? I'm going to refocus on God. And that's what we do when we worship. That's why it's important to do those things. Right? We use the power of our voice. Right? When we don't feel like it, we, we submit ourselves by positioning our bodies, and we pray these songs over ourselves. So how do I worship? By using your voice, we activate the power of life. By positioning ourselves, we overcome our feelings and submit. And by praying, we renew our minds. And when we renew our minds, we're able to see a little bit clearer. Right? We're able to put things back into perspective in God's will. So when you think about it like that, Hopefully, worship is just a little bit less awkward for you. It makes a little bit more sense, right? Next time you're in worship, when you see someone raising their hands or falling to their knees or something like that, you're like, oh, that's what this means. Or maybe if you don't know what to do, you're like, oh, I can sing. Oh, I can raise my hands. Oh, I can pray the lyrics over myself. So hopefully that made that a little bit more clear and made worship a little bit less awkward.